0: Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Are you still there? To delete this message, To save it in the archives, press 9. To hear more options, press 0. What are you talking about? What'd it do,
1: baby? It's it muy Frio outside battle for la podcast (laughs) battle for la podcast part of the clutch points network is back uh that's ryan ward who says it's muy frio muy frio muy frio uh i'm Tomer Zarley, your clippers reporter that's our lakers reporter right there Mm -hmm. uh we are fresh off thanksgiving break we hope everybody had a great break uh that was a nice couple days off but both teams were on the road for
0: a bit um it wasn't really that much off for me and, me. and you that's and true
1: that's true yeah
0: friday sunday games
1: i did enjoy thanksgiving though thanksgiving was a, yeah, was a nice it was nice nice for me too calm day good games little <laughs> nice thursday
0: Nice little thursday
1: um yeah so uh, both teams had a pretty good week uh lakers went two and one uh clippers went three and one um uh, we'll start off with the clippers in, the, in this one um they're coming before our last podcast. I think that was before the Mavs game uh, when they were facing a red hot Luka Doncic. Red hot, so hot right
0: now. So hot, so hot. Did that, you say that, that Luka, last time? That Luka's so hot right now. <laughs> um, Hansel, so hot right now.
1: <laughs> Clippers went three and one in the last week, defeating the Dallas Mavericks, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, sorry, four and one, Grizzlies, uh, Mavs, Wizards, and. Uh, Portland Trailblazers. Um, they only loss a post-Thanksgiving shellacking at the hands of the San Antonio Spurs. That was oh, they're
0: good. They're
1: good. The Spurs. Yeah, sarcasm. Spurs are. Spurs are sarcasm. Spurs are scary good, man. They beat, they beat the uh, Rockets the other night. Yeah, they double over. They're overtime. gonna totally make the playoffs. Um, you're gonna doubt Pop
0: uh, this year? Yes. Yeah, yeah I think it's fair.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, because yeah, Clippers won three and one. Uh pretty good week all around they took care of home again got a couple games on the road uh, they beat the Grizzlies without uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, in that one Paul George had a decent game so did Lou Williams um, yeah for the most part I think it's just going through the motions right now uh, I think they're 13 and one at home now franchise best record uh, you got you got a big road trip coming up though they got six games in nine nights uh, th- that that's gonna be a pretty daunting trip for the Clippers they got uh, it'll be Milwaukee. Uh Because you could
0: you said you played at home most of the season so far, right?
1: They're fourteen and one at home, and I believe like
0: uh She so played fifteen games at home.
1: Fourteen. Fourteen. Thirteen and one you at home. You said fourteen and one at home? Thirteen and one at home.
0: Oh, okay. Uh yeah.
1: Thirteen and one at home. And the Clippers are three and five on the road. Uh Lakers are nine and two at home, nine and one away. Pretty even. Not pretty, bad. Yeah, not bad. Um, right? Yeah, the Clippers go on a six game road trip here. They'll be taking on uh Former MVP, well, the current MVP, uh, Giannis, and the Bucks on Friday. Uh, they they got they got a yeah, six and nine. It's, it's a tough road trip because after this Bucks game, they have five games in seven days. They have a back to back at Washington, at Indiana, a day off before they go to Toronto on the 11th, where Kawhi receives his championship ring from the Raptors.
0: That'll be and a he'll night. be so enthused. I'm sure he will be so enthused.
1: What to do, baby? <laughs> uh, hey. hey, hey. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so they have Toronto on Wednesday, the eleventh day off, and then they have a back to back at Minnesota at Chicago on Friday and Saturday. Uh, before they come home for for a game against the Suns, but yeah, the six game road trip is going to be a little tough. Um, these are games they should win. I mean, obviously th- th- they lost the Bucks at home. Uh, their lone home loss actually is to the Bucks. They didn't have either Kawhi Leonard or Paul George that game. They lost by five, I believe. Uh, they lost by five. Yeah, one twenty nine, one twenty four. Um, Washington, they they show they could handle them pretty easily. Indiana's an interesting team, uh, as is Toronto and Minnesota. They've been, uh, those three have been pretty good so far early in the season. Uh, Kyle Lowry's back for the, uh, Raptors, obviously. Uh, and then Chicago, uh, Patrick Beverly, homecoming. That should be fun. Um, don't know what to expect from that, but, um, a good road trip should be probably four and two or five and one. Uh, Kawhi is going to be load managing a couple of those games, obviously, because they're back to back. So, um, yeah, we'll see how they do on that. Um, so far early in the season, uh, the Clippers are pretty, the Clippers and Lakers actually have identical, uh, offensive and defensive ratings. Um, 111.2 defensive rating, uh, offensive rating for the Clippers, 110.6 offensive rating for the Lakers. Um, and then 103 defensive rating for the Lakers, 103.6 defensive rating for the Clippers. Uh, so they're they're pretty much playing identical, um, it, you know, defensively, offensively so far. The, the key difference, I will say, is that their stars are only playing about 28, 29 minutes a game, whereas AD and LeBron are, I believe, around 35 minutes a game. Uh, mm. I wonder if that comes back to haunt the Lakers or it gets the, the Clippers could. even more prepared mm. or something.
0: This road trip <laughs> could come back to haunt them. This one's going to be tough for the Lakers, too. They've got a gauntlet to go through. I mean, it was tough enough against Denver uh, the other night. But, uh, I mean, Utah, Utah tonight's probably going to be a little bit easier because they've been terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. what are they, one and four on their, their current road trip? No. Homestead. Home, really. Are they are they one and four in their homestead? No, I think they just came off a road trip. It was, they were one and four. Yeah. It's what of was they just came off road trip in four, and four, um. So they're not as good as what people thought they were going to be. But the Lakers are battling flu-like symptoms that uh, apparently took its toll in the, the last game. And I think today, what is it, AD and and Kuzma have been hit really hard with it. Yeah, but they're still both both can play, which I, I've been kind of impressed by because it, it, you would think with all this load management, and everybody worried about the playoffs that they any excuse to just. Take shut, him, shut him damn, down for a game, right? And it's Utah. Who doesn't have Mike Conley? I can't remember what what's up with Conley, but he's missing this game for... I think he's a hamstring. Yeah, I think he's a hamstring tightness, yeah. Yeah, so um, it'd be interesting to see how they handle it, though. So they're back at Staples on Sunday. Um, for, for, do they play? Who do they play on Sunday? Oh, I'm totally... oh Timberwolves. It's the Timberwolves. Minnesota, okay. Minnesota's yeah, and then they have that huge stretch. I mean, they're playing, what, nine games... Nine out of ten games uh on the, on road, the road. It looks like yeah. yeah. They also have Milwaukee. They also have
1: Indiana. And then uh, uh Utah Portland. I'll be tough. Um uh, just some injury updates. Uh Landry Shamit is expected to, to go on this road trip uh with the Clippers. So he could be back. He told Doc Rivers he expected to be back sometime on this trip. Uh Magruder, Rodney Magruder, uh who has been out with a hamstring, uh pulled his hamstring. Um he says he'll play Friday. I, I, I doubt he will. I think he'll be back. I don't know. They, they've they been sending some mixed messages. Like Doc Rivers has said he's not closed, but Rodney's been saying that he feels like he'll play soon. So uh, we'll just have to see. I, I anticipate him traveling on this trip, but I don't know if he'll play on it. Um, as for Avery Bradley, I believe he's missing the entire road trip. Yeah, he's out three for, game the,
0: road trip? for the three games, yeah. Before mm-hmm. they come back home Sunday. I don't think they're rushing anything with Bradley because they're doing pretty well. Uh, With the backcourt they got right now, so where do we? Hmm.
1: Paul George has been playing phenomenal, and his—I mean, other than the Spurs game—but shooting, he's been—he's been amazing uh, shooting-wise. He's shooting up there, you know. I think what is he at? Uh, Shooting forty-two percent from three on nine and a half attempts. Made—he's averaging four made threes per game. He shoots nine times from beyond the arc. Nine and a half per game. And he's averaging four made threes per game. Like That's is he impressive? Is he one of the I mean, is it time to talk about him as one of the best shooters in the in the in the league? It's always been Steph Clay and those guys.
0: And Harden I think they're a tier above, right? And 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 Paul George could be just below that, maybe. Um pretty damn good though. That's a good percentage from outside, especially after having both your shoulders. Uh Rep, you know Surgically repaired During the summer
1: Well he said He feels like He has new shoulders So
0: Well it's looking that way Right
1: He has He has He has three games With at least six three uh, Six three-pointers uh, He's attempted At least double-digit threes In uh, What is it Seven of the 11 games That he's played so far So He's he's firing away And he's uh, He's knocking them down That With the exception Of that five-point game Against the Spurs Which I think Was a post-Thanksgiving Sort of hangover I think they enjoyed <laughs> Their food a
0: little Too much in San Antonio Too much trip to fan
1: um yeah, PG's been 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 amazing. Um don't know if it's enough for MVP consideration
0: for him or Kawhi. Mm. Uh they've been solid though. I think what what might hurt both of those two and um LeBron and AD is the fact that they have each other.
1: They play with each other, yeah. So it's
0: kind of hard to say like oh, who's had more impact. Um cuz like AD and LeBron's numbers are like close to identical in a few categories. With the exception being like LeBron assists, right, and then maybe AD or AD blocks. Obviously, I think he has like three per game. And he's leading the league or close to it, right? Um, so it's still gonna be Giannis. It's gonna be Giannis. It's gonna be Luca, maybe because Luca's just playing out of his mind. Yeah, Luca's been
1: insane. The Clippers actually did a tremendous job on him uh, the other night when they played. Um, they had Luca to four of fourteen shooting from the field, oh of eight from three. Only 22 points. For a guy who's averaging like 28, uh, I think it was 30, 10, and 10, actually. Uh, I think he'll take 22, 8, and 6 at home uh, in Dallas. I think he'll take that.
0: Uh, Crazy that that's an off game for him, and that's like an amazing game for a lot of players in the NBA.
1: Yeah, I mean, stat-wise, yeah, he shot 14, 16 from the line, but the Clippers did a good job taking him
0: him out of the game. Um, Which is like him against the Lakers the other night. He was just... He didn't have a great first half, and then he just turned it on in the second half, and he was just, they couldn't stop him.
1: Well, the Lakers were playing him a certain way. Like, I think they were doubling they, him near half court, yeah, trapping well, him off the pick and roll. The and thing they was with
0: him is is he finds all the open shooters, right? Yeah. So, you draw, he draws you all in, and then he just kicks, and all those guys were hitting that night. And the Lakers could, literally couldn't do anything. Couldn't do anything in the second half. He's, yeah. I mean, it, it, in a way, he's a lot like LeBron that way, right? Like, draws all the defenders. You're, but I think he can shoot better than LeBron. He's got a better shot than LeBron. Did you see um, his line against the Pelicans the other night? No, it was it thirty-three the...
1: points, eighteen rebounds, five assists in
0: three quarters? Jeez, he did in twenty-eight minutes. Yeah, that was nuts. He's just insane. Um, I just uh, it always trips me out watching him. Is he 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 seems like he's going at a, his own speed. Mm. It's not very fast. It's it, it's deceptively quick, right? Like he's, he uses a lot of footwork and and dribbling to, to get his spacing. Um but he always gets his numbers. Well, almost always. I mean, he didn't against the Clippers, but it's every night you see like he's he's got a triple-double, he's near a triple-double. Didn't he blow up for 40 points or 41 points the other night?
1: Yeah, he had a he had a he had a really solid game. I forgot what it was, but um Luka's just been been insane. He's been the MVP. He's
0: uh, he's he's definitely my favorite player to watch right now.
1: I would agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's been phenomenal, and I'm
0: spoiled. I get to watch AD and, and LeBron every night, but and I still think Lucas just he's just fun to watch because he just does things that you don't think he can do. Right? He, it's like people. He reminds me a lot of Larry Bird. Like Larry Bird just did a lot of things that people didn't think he could do. He was underestimated all the time, right? And he just kill you. It's the same thing, Luka Doncic.
1: I remember the Clippers were in, in talks. I don't know how far they went, but in talks to try and get the uh, fifth pick or or third pick from the Hawks.
0: Who would they have traded?
1: I have no idea. But they had, they had two draft picks of their own in the lottery, twelve and thirteen.
0: Oh, uh, was this the? Ch- this is the Shane. Shane. Okay.
1: Yeah. So they would have they would have had to trade a bunch probably to come up to number three. Can but I if they could imagine? have gotten Luka,
0: Luca, I mean, I I think insane. that guy would play well anywhere. Like he's one of those kind of guys. Yeah, he's a, he's a he just makes every guy. team better. It's like he doesn't need a certain situation. He's just he's just insane. Guy's only going to get better. Speaking of,
1: um, just guys who have been impressive right now in terms of role players on the Lakers and Clippers, like, like I'll put these two for you. Has Has Dwight Howard been more impressive, or has Alex Caruso sort of you know? The thing is Alex Crusoe's numbers don't stand out.
0: They don't. But, but when he's impact, on the floor, you can impact you feel out. it. You and you can see it. I mean, he's he's uh he's a lot better defender than I think people give him credit for. Um he's an energy guy. He's a guy. I mean, every time he gets on the floor at Stable Center, the place goes nuts. Like he's just one of those those bench guys that everyone loves. He plays his heart out. He leaves everything out there. He'll hit the. I mean, he hit two big threes against Dallas that I that started to spark the team, and I thought they they were going to come back after that. I think AD had a huge block after that, and it just seemed like the, the momentum had shifted just because he got on the floor and he was playing mm-hmm. well. But uh, he does it every night, and then these dunks, he just comes out of nowhere. When he had that putback dunk, was it against uh, Denver? One we against Denver yesterday. Yeah. yeah, that was insane. He just came out of nowhere. No one saw him coming. Um, he's just a great player. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the Lakers signed him. Um, because some to one team would have signed him. There would have been a team out there that signed like that, that guy. He's a hustler. But uh, when it comes to, in comparison, to Dwight, they do different things. Um, Dwight's impact is probably more right now because he takes a lot of pressure off of AD. Takes a lot Ooh, of pressure still off. Still of doesn't Male. like playing the five. Yeah. Um, I think you could see why though. This season, why? Why AD doesn't like playing the five as much? He hits the floor so much, right? He gets he gets banged around. I don't think he likes the, the, all that contact, and and he can he can do so much more on the floor than rather just be that guy in the paint. But when he is in the paint, he is a monster defensively. I mean, he he made Jokic look stupid a lot last night. <laughs> I mean, he it, you know, he's just watching Jokic and just waiting to block him. He had one nasty block on Jokic. Yeah, last Jokic night.
1: does not look good. So I. No, I believe that,
0: but uh, maybe Jokic isn't the best thing to to say. Like, yeah, no, at least oh, well, right great, now, play great defense against Jokic, but, but um, yeah, he's just he's on another level. But Dwight, yeah, Dwight is has really bounced back in LA. He's 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 done everything. He's done everything he's asked to do. He's a rebounder. He gets those those lobs and those putback knocks all the time. Um, he's he's been great. So I'd probably go Dwight there, but. <laughs> Caruso's not far behind. What about Lou Williams and uh, Montrezl Harrell? Would you say that's a... Who would you say has had a big ring impact between those two players so far?
1: That's tough. They've both been... They've both been really good. Um, I'd say Montrez Harrell has probably been, uh, been more impactful. Uh, I mean, you know what Lou's going to give you, but... Montrez has just been better, just been getting better every single game. Uh, what is he averaging now? Uh 19 points, eight rebounds off the bench and two assists.
0: Would you say that's because on sixty percent shooting. Is it because Lou kind of brings just more of what uh PG and Kawhi already bring? Just offense, just just scoring. Well,
1: Lou certainly doesn't bring defense. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's exactly what Lou's doing. He's just he's just
0: he's, he's just a guy who guy attracts so much attention. Points.
1: And a guy who can give you 25, 30 on any given night. Yeah. Um, but inside, uh, it's always good to have not necessarily a post guy, but a, a paint presence. A guy mm-hmm. who can get you buckets inside the paint. And um, Trez has really been that for the Clippers so far. I mean, again, he's taking fourth most shot at 13 per game, but he's shooting 60% from the field. And they're not all dunks and layups. They're, he's got some hook shots. He's got some some floaters. He's got some mid-range shots here and there. So... Uh, he's really doing it all for the clubbers, and he's doing it in about 29 minutes per game. Um, Lou, on the other end, I mean, look—he's averaging 21 and six assists. He's actually averaging career high in assists this year. Um, I don't know. He's just—he could be—he—he—he could,
0: he could, he could win his fourth Sixth Man of the Year award yeah, this I remember year. Remember, you said that in the last the last um, pod that he's—he's—he's he's, he's up there. That'd be interesting to see what the voting is.
1: It might it might be them too again. Yeah. It just it. I well, know how many
0: votes did he get last year? At Trez, Trez finished third.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: Who was second? I want to say Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I I see, he I kind of balled out Dinwiddie. for Brooklyn.
1: Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah, what Lou does is 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 unique, um, but he does it at such a high level. Like he's instant offense, instant
0: offense. Um, I remember when he did it even, for the Lakers. Like yeah, even
1: if his shot's not going down, he's getting to the line. He's the drawing thing, fouls, he's getting to the line.
0: The one thing that tripped me out about him a lot was how calm he he is always. Yeah, it's almost like he's he just he's the same all the, kind of like Kawhi's kind of calmness, right? Uh, not as kind of emotionless, but uh, he's got that just sort of like a next play like mentality. Well, it's just like it doesn't matter. It's like he's just he knows how good he is. He knows what he can do, and he knows what he does really well. And there's no like nothing that distracts him from that. He's I think I'd agree with machine. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: the only thing with, and this is why I would give Trez the edge right now, is that, like, I love the will, but he is a liability defensively. He's a liability defensively, and you can't rely on him to get. Teams attack him, and that's a problem. Um, and they should. Yeah, no, I mean, take it, in, take advantage of it. Yeah, uh, but that's why I just give the edge to Trez because Trez can. I mean, he's not the best defender on the team by 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 any stretch, but he can hold his own. Um, you know, there are issues where, where he's going up against bigger guys, he gets out rebound and stuff like that, but, um, he, he, he can hold his own and, and on the offensive side, he's, um, I mean, you've seen what he does. He's, he's a low turnover guy. He's a, just a machine. He's, 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 he's improved to facilitating too. He's really just hitting guys in the corners mm-hmm. now whenever guys are getting double teamed. Um, so I think, I think Montrez Harrell, I think has been more impactful, but it's a close one. It's like a, it's almost like a 1A, 1B between Lou and Trez. Um, but I'd say I I'd say Trez is number one. Not uh, a bad position to be in. Before we wrap up for the episode, um, just wanted to touch on a new segment we have called Quote of the Week where we'll discuss, uh, obviously, one of the quotes from uh, both the Clippers and Lakers side. Uh, we'll just start with the Lakers real quick. Um, AD, uh, he sounds like he's getting some Defensive Player of the Year praise on uh, the Lakers side.
0: Yeah, a lot of the guys are... Are rooting for him, um, and backing him like uh, Frank Vogel says he th- he thinks he's pretty sure that the AD is the defensive player of the year right now. Pretty sure, yeah. Well, I think he's got a hell of a case so far. No, I yet. agree with him. I agree with him. Yeah. And then Rondo pretty much said the same thing. He th- but Rondo thinks he's going to win MVP and defensive player of the year, which is a What's little both player to do that. Was it Shaq? Uh, I don't think Shaq ever won a defensive player of the year. No, uh, Jordan came close, I think. He no, it might have been Jordan actually.
1: Wow, that's insane. Yeah, um, that'd be pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. Um,
0: on the Clippers side, uh, they just
1: took on Melo, Carmelo Anthony, and the Portland Trailblazers. Um, and both PG and Kawhi had some interesting things to say. Uh, we'll start with Kawhi. He said, "I'm happy for 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 Carme- Carmelo. He wanted to get back and play. He was able to get the opportunity." Um, to go out there and pretty much be himself. Then he showed a bit of a, I guess, a bit of emotion and a surprising quote when he said, uh, I don't think he was treated the right way. How they sort of left him out there, uh, him being a Hall of Famer. Kawhi said this. Kawhi said that. They kind of left him out there to dry, which uh, I thought was interesting. Um, it happens when you're kind of a
0: limited skill set. I mean, he's just a scorer.
1: Well, I just think it's interesting how Kawhi felt that way when he's not the most outspoken guy. Yeah, that's There's true. There's been a lot of criticism. Yeah, like, I could Melo. see
0: PG saying that, but I can't really see Kawhi yeah. saying much of anything <laughs> that's um, controversial.
1: So that was interesting. And then uh, PG on the other on the other hand was uh along the same lines that th- it's great to see him back. He just hates how the narrative around Melo is, you know, always looking at his plus minus when he plays poorly and then when he plays well, it's about, you know, oh, this is what he's doing with Melo back. Uh, he said Melo's been a great player. He's gonna be a great player. Uh he's playing terrific from start to finish. Uh and shout out to Portland for opening that door for him. Um I don't know. I think I think Melo's been impressive in his start so far. I think no, he's averaging and, around fifteen. And I'm happy for him.
0: I am, I am truly happy for him. I'm glad that, you know, he's able to turn things around and people stop talking shit about him, really. But this is what happens when players get older and they put up numbers like him and don't win, right? And become kind of a problem for teams where they want to just ship you off mm-hmm. and it did not help you know the OKC in Houston
1: well Houston uh, just made him out to be a scapegoat Houston was uncalled for I think they just made him out to be a scapegoat after 10 games they cut it like, they that did was but OKC samples. gave up on
0: him really fast too that yeah. was a
1: year they had a year there and that was with Russ and so not a lot of guys I mean they, they wanted Melo to be a catch
0: and shoot three point shooter, when that's not him true but I think well it's like, okay like Dwight for instance Dwight's arguably a hall of famer, right? For what he's done, he is a hall of famer, yeah. right? He had to adjust. He had to come off the bench. He has to be played limited minutes. He gets occasional boards. He he scores maybe ten points a night if he's lucky, right? He had to adjust to play yeah, I, on a good I, but team. But I
1: think the if you look at the the range of adjustments Mello had to make compared to Dwight, <laughs> Mello had to make a lot more.
0: How how so? <laughs>
1: Well, Mello had to change his game. He, he's not. He's not. He can't be isolated at the mid, mid post the whole time. Now he's, it's got to be move the yeah, ball. But more. he's a
0: basketball player. I mean, you can't tell me at some point in his career, no matter where it was, that he 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 played differently. Right, right. But now, but now there's when there's shots that you would usually
1: take, like oh here here let's get the ball to Mello work. Now it's not hey hey Mello work. It's Mello try to get other guys involved. Try to pass out. Don't always look to score. And for a guy who's been a scorer, that's different. Well, then, Whereas Dwight, although I just think for Dwight, it's just a matter of, um, yeah, but the, the ball the doesn't aside. go.
0: The ball doesn't go through Dwight. Dwight's used yeah. to the ball going through him, right in the post, posting up. Now he's just basically a reactionary player, right? He he goes Put in back dunk stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He just reacts to whatever's going on on the floor. There's not going to run plays for him. You know, the the best thing he can do is roll to the basket, right? Hope to get a rebound or a bucket. That's it. Or the occasional blocked shot, which he's been doing well as, as, as well. But that's what players have to do when they get older. If you don't win, if you don't prove that you can win as the guy, you have to adjust your game completely. That's just I mean, Tracy McGrady went through the same shit too. And then he ended up sitting on the bench for the Spurs watching his only chance to win a title just slip through his fingers. Right? I mean, injuries didn't help him. Either so yeah, he's kind of short end of the stick on that on that. But still, like you I mean you just have to adjust your game. And if you don't, you retire. Simple as that? Pretty much. Um before we go, you had a
1: uh, a nice little talk with uh Jared Dudley. Was, the the ever
0: media friendly Jared Dudley. Uh, it's such a nice, nice dude. Like I said, hey Jared, can you talk for two minutes? Walking in the hallway? Instantly. Yeah, no problem. Anything. I asked him about social media because he's been in the league for 13 years and how it's different from when he came in the league to now. And he he had some interesting things to say about uh, about that kind of transition. Saying how before there was less pressure because you're not always seeing negativity thrown in your face every day, all day. Every time you pick up your phone, you have a phone, right? Less
1: pressure on players day to day.
0: Yeah. And he says, when it comes to social media, you have to be careful of what you read and what you write because there's always someone that thinks they're an expert because of that. He says, I think it's harder to stay mentally prepared and focused on the task at hand. And I think I think he's he's got a point because there's so many more opinions thrown in your face. Um, I mean, there's us sitting here with a microphone, right? We've got cell phones we're tweeting on. You know, There's social media that's just non-stop barrage like in your face
1: honestly that probably played a big part in in Melo's absence Melo's year-long absence the perception the opinions the negativity on social media about yeah. him
0: i would say a lot of people now even professional people like in the nba are super impressionable right so they see narratives that go on online and 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 they Is this true? Is this not true? Like, I mean, what do we do? And then sometimes it can sway fan bases to think one way or another. Dwight's another case there, right? Dwight was one of the most hated men in LA for ever since he left, right? You get booed, clearly affected him. And now, and now within two weeks of playing in purple and gold again, he's like one of a fan favorite. It just turned that quickly. And that's, I'd say partly because social media in both ways, positive and negative, right? I and, mean,
1: Dudley also referenced uh, LeBron's uh, zero dark twenty three, right? Yeah,
0: he said uh, when LeBron leaves social media for the he leaves whole, social media for the whole playoffs to concentrate. And he said, "There is no coincidence that that mental health or bad, you know, in a bad way is up these days because of this constant bombardment." Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, players before it was picking up a newspaper that would mess with your head, right? Like somebody writing this way or that way yeah. about you. But now you have it in the palm of your hand. Yeah. The ability to And see it's it not all just times. a newspaper, it's every fan has a voice. Every fan can throw it your way. And it can affect you one way or the other. Most of the time it's negative.
1: That's a good point by Dudley right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I want to ask I wanted to ask Vince Carter about the same thing, considering he's been in an even longer time in the NBA.
1: Uh, the thing I would say with that is that Dudley uses social media though, and uses it for a lot of positives. I don't think Vince uses social media at all. It, it probably played no a idea. factor in some things,
0: but I don't. Well, think Well, I mean, he uses wait, it at all. if he doesn't use it, then he's probably got an even stronger point about it. Yeah, that's true. As, sure as possible. He, you know He'll what I mean? Super old school, like staying away from it completely because he just doesn't want that distraction. I think a lot of players think they have to have it now to be more connected you know maybe it helps you know build I mean, their individual brand it helps
1: brands and images and stuff like that does. yeah
0: so interesting yeah but that was really interesting
1: alright so what you're saying is I gotta get something like this by next week so uh
0: um, yeah pretty much yeah yeah pressure pressure's on you now let me get social media going and aim it directly at you. I'm not gonna read anything you say about me <laughs> I'm,
1: not, I'm not gonna let it fuel the hate um That wraps it up for our episode this week. Um, As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Ryan at Ryan Ward LA on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, You can find me at Tomer Zarley on Twitter and Instagram. That's at T-O-M-E-R-A-Z-A-R-L-Y. As always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns about the podcast, uh, shoot it over to us on Twitter and Instagram, wherever you guys want. Um, Subscribe to the pod. Uh, give us a listen. Uh, show it to some of your friends if you like it. If you have anything you guys want us to talk about, um, definitely hit us up. we we'll be open to looking into that as well.
0: Bombard us on social media. We'll change everything. Ryan loves being bombarded. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, bring it on. Bring it on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it for us. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. As, as we said earlier, uh, Lakers come back home. Uh, Sunday. Uh, The Clippers will be on the road for about a week and a half, so they won't be back home for a while. Uh, But we'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed.
0: See ya.